You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, Alex Clancy. Bo Brock, uh, follow him at Bob Brack on Twitter. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow at Locked On Suns for all of your Phoenix Suns action. What a huge win in the Valley yesterday! I could hear it. I'm in Northern California right now, and I could hear the screaming from here. I mean, the beauty of the Phoenix Suns being good in the Valley is something that's outmatched. Like this, the Valley was a Sun City first. And it's been a Sun City, and you know the for the last ten years it's been a little difficult. The Cardinals kind of took the reins, and now how about a split share? How about splitsies? You think it's always going to be a Sun City? No, I think that the Cardinals football is king right now. I mean, as much as the Suns can do, it's going to be tough to get back to where they were. Plus, I mean, they still have the uh, they've got Robert Sarver as their owner. He's I'm never I don't care what the Suns do. I'm not going to be able to root for him. Uh, you're rooting for the team on the court, not the guy that's cutting the checks. Because look, they they were brutal for 11 seasons, and it's all on him for why that that was the, re- the there's so much dysfunction going on. The Arizona Cardinals, you know, throughout that time they were riding a wave of bad and good, and during the BH stretch, I think they really did take over the reins. And it's easy, I mean, because NFL people, I mean, the NFL is just absolutely it's a it's a buzzsaw, and I think the NFL will always kind of be number one at least for the foreseeable future. It's going to be tough to get back, but hey, look, there is room for two teams in this city right now, and it's fun to root on the the Suns. Just like the – and I love that J.J. Watt's embracing his new city, and uh, all, you see all the Cardinals players on Twitter and social media react. I mean, it, it was it looked like an electric environment last night. Was it the Tory Craig alley-oop that absolutely just sent mm-hmm. the arena into a frenzy? It was awesome. Just to, yeah. And we've got a bet. We've got a bet with Locked On Broncos right now. Locked On Cardinals. We're representing the Suns in this series. And if we win, Alex and I are splitting a delicious box of Built Bars. That's true. <laughs> really, everybody wins because Built Bar is going to be a part of it. You will hear about Built Bar a little bit later on. Follow Brendan Clean at Brendan Clean 14 the host of Locked On, Locked on Suns. Um, great stuff over there. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we talked... About two things very quickly yesterday, Bo, both of which have taken off since. Uh, One is pro football focus. I went through all of their rankings from all of the positions and looked at where Cardinals players sat in the rankings. A little jarring. There's one that's a surprise where uh, this player is way up at the top, uh, an acquisition the Cardinals have recently made. And also a tweet I put out that we, we talked about very quickly yesterday, asking the question, is J.J. Watt already better leader than Patrick Peterson ever was? And it kind of took off on Twitter. Uh, we've got a lot of fan interaction, which is great. We'll run down some of the tweets uh, momentarily, but let's start with that, Bo. Um, well, first of all, this this episode is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. These guys do – all you need to know is these guys do a daily show. Brian Peacock, Matt Williamson. Brian Peacock is an NFL analyst. He's also the co-host of Locked on 49ers. So we're going to get two conversations with him coming up uh, during the 2021 season. Matt Williamson is a former NFL scout. These, these guys cover all the top stories of the NFL daily. It's a quick 30-minute podcast. Listen to it. It's good stuff. Locked on Podcast Network. Matt Peacock and Williamson do a great job. So my tweet was, 
JJ Watt has done more <laughs> in like, a couple months. Sound like a dad. So my tweet was <laughs> my tweet. Let me go to the Twitters. J.J. <laughs> yeah. uh, Watt has done more in a couple months in embracing a leadership role than Patrick Peterson did during his entire time as an NFL Cardinal. Let me qualify this before people go insane. Two things. These are the most common responses. One, you're wrong, which is, you know, normal. And then two is people are people are trying to use good play as a definition for leadership. And sure, there's inherent qualities of a great player where there's, you know, the leadership on the field is one of the biggest cliches ever. If you're not, if you're telling me that this team looks the same when Patrick Peterson was here, than when JJ Watts been here the last couple months, you're, you're out of your mind. The culture shifted immediately. And may, that may not be fair because Patrick Peterson is more on the tail end of his career after the tumultuous 2018 and 2019 seasons that he had. We know, we remember how good Patrick Peterson was during the first five, six, seven, eight years of his career. All pro, pro bowl, got it. But that does not mean that he's a glue guy for this team. And J.J. Watt has shown immediately before getting on the field that this dude is slowly starting to change or help change the culture of this organization. And it's obvious. Yeah. No, I just don't think that J.J. Watt and how, you know, obviously he's the vocal leader that the Arizona Cardinals, I think, have lacked for a long time. I mean, it, it's on a lot of people. It's not an indictment just on P2. Um, but, you know, the, the amount of dollars that Patrick Peterson was making and the role that a lot of people expected from him to kind of assume some of that leadership, I think, yeah, I think especially the last couple seasons dating back to 2018, I mean, at, the, at no point would a guy like Justin James Watt say I want out as far as I mean even though he did he just said that this offseason he wanted out of Houston because he saw that that was just an absolute dumpster fire but he wouldn't do it during the season and I mean we've seen the video of him walking off the field with Deshaun Watson and saying that they failed him and that's true that that is true leadership right but at the same token that was a team that was brutal last year I, I don't want to crush Patrick Peterson I don't think I think that your your tweet is I think it's fair but at the same time, I think Patrick Peterson, before 2018, was a true leader for this team. He was he's, he was never going to be at the level of a guy like J.J. Watt, and very few in this league are. But uh, he was able to mentor a guy like Tyron Matthew, who reached you know all pro levels, and I think that that was huge for this organization. There were a lot of things, and right now, this is a, this is a wound that is open. It still remains open. Patrick Peterson saying things. Fan bases, you and I, we're responding, and it's an ugly divorce. Uh, but, you know, at some point, we're going to look back at Patrick Peterson's career and we're going to think fondly of him. We're going to re- we're probably forget the end of it and remember all the good times because that's just usually how people think and are m- more nostalgic uh, down the road. But right now, what the Arizona Cardinals lack for a long time, and you and I, we thought, you know, Terrell Suggs could maybe play this role. He didn't really. He, he played less than a full season for the Cardinals. J.J. Watt is filling a need, and it's not even on the playing field. It's being a leader in that locker room, unlike that this organization has seen in so long. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think it's going to be an ugly – like, indifference is worse than having a bad emotion towards somebody. Like, I don't care that Patrick Peterson's not here anymore. Like, what he did for the organization was fantastic, okay? The 2018, get me out, I want to stay – I want to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. I pop for PEDs. That's a wrap. 
That's a wrap. Those things happened. That's not opinion. Those are things that happened. Okay. So I don't have any sort of like people say that I hate Patrick. It's like, I don't hate anybody. I'm not talking about him as a person. I'm talking about him as a leader, which is different. Like, again, what he's done off the field is immeasurable. It's invaluable for the city of Phoenix and all the charitable donations and the charities and the golf tournaments and everything he did every year. We're not talking about that whatsoever. Not him as a person whatsoever. But the fact remains that J.J. Watt has the inherent qualities of being a leader a little bit more than Patrick Peterson does. That's it. I think that's that's the blanket statement. I think that J.J. Watt has the ability to be a leader far and away above anybody else in that locker room. That's that's yeah. a true testament to how what a leader he is. And well, he, also, yeah, also really quick on top of that, it may be ballooned a little bit because give me a vocal leader in the state of Arizona over the last twenty years, vocal guy. Yeah, vocal guy who's also like so you have your guys in the locker room and then you have like you have a Corey Peters, you have guys like that, Mm -hmm. but you also the leaders of the Arizona sports franchises, Paul Goldschmidt, Patrick Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, um, Kyler Murray, any of the sons, Amari Stoudemire, uh, Sean Marion, like it just wasn't there. And it's not a bad thing. Sure. It's just JJ Watt is a different breed in that respect. So I think maybe we're taking to it a little bit quicker because we're not used to it here. Yeah, I mean, most of them were what? Speak softly and carry a big stick. That was just what yeah. they did, for sure. No doubt about yeah. it. I mean, and, we, and there wasn't a lot of uh, push from the fan bases or the media for them to be more vocal. I mean, when you think about guys who were vocal, uh, you know, across the sports landscape, it, it were they were kind of like quirky guys. It was like Eric Burns. It was guys like that... Uh, they weren't leader. They weren't like the the guys that were doing it. They weren't making the All Star teams. They weren't making the Pro Bowls. They weren't bringing home the hardware. Uh, as far as you know, each and every league was concerned. So it is good to see. We'll see if uh, you know JJ Watts. You know if if his bark matches his bite. Come you know the the start of the year. But right now, it's exactly what they need to kind of continue this momentum from this off season and translate what was really good on paper. To the playing field. Totally. Alex Clancy, Bob Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Brock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. It's just a fun conversation. I wasn't expecting it to take off like this. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's easy. On the other side, P2 is a polarizing ahead. guy. He really is. Sure. And he, he was a great player for the Arizona Cardinals. That yeah. is not in debate. That is not up for debate. The last couple of years kind of marred that a little bit, kind of c- cast a shadow on it. But, and JJ Watts coming in like the cool uncle. He said that he was you tolerated know, he's, for the last couple seasons. I mean, that was all it. self-inflicted, man. That's not on us. That's not on the fan That's base. I mean, he said That's he was tolerated. If you felt like, if Patrick Peterson felt like he was truly just being tolerated, it's not our fault. That's on him. Like he should, he needed to just brush that off his shoulders and move forward and just do his job instead of saying, "Well, they're just tolerating me here. I'm just gonna, you know, do my job and get out." Like that's that's on him. I can't. We can't like. We're gonna sit there and soothe him until he feels like he needs to, to until he's ready to be a leader again. Like that, you don't. I like what Joseph said. Like Watt is leaving more of a dysfunctional organization without parting shots. Guess who's not? Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. And uh, we'll put a button on this before we eviscerate Pro Football Focus in the next <laughs> segment. Um, I would not rule out a, a Patrick Peterson return next year. I would. I think it's over. Okay. 
I, I don't think like I think crazier things have happened. And this isn't a hot like I'm not saying he's 100 percent coming back with the amount of money that's there. If he plays pretty well this year and he wants to come back on the same kind of deal for a one year deal, if he's you know, like I, I don't rule it out. I don't rule it out. I think this was a money grab, and I think we could see him finish his career as a Cardinal. Maybe not next year, but in the uh, towards the tail end of his career, if it doesn't end after the 2021 season. Alex Clancy, Bell Brock, locked on Cardinals. Pro football focus is all over the damn place. Um, it's not great for the Cardinals, all in all. We'll talk about that next year, locked on Cardinals. But first, it's time to talk about our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business. It's been online for 20 years. You don't have to go to a chain storefront you don't have to go anywhere you can stay with your pajamas and you can go online you don't have to again go to a store and look around and not know where anything is and have to ask people at the front desk and waste time where you know if you're taking a break from work you're working from home still go online rockauto.com their prices are reliably low um the prices are the same as uh, for manufacturers and for do-it-yourselfers like us, so you don't have to pay a premium just because you're not a manufacturer. It's fantastic. They have paint. They have taillights. They have everything, carpet, whatever you want for your car or truck. They've got it. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. That's Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Again, 20 years online, family-owned business. Go to RockAuto.com and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. And also... It's time to talk about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get to all your sports action. The NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, everything ramping up. Major League Baseball in full swing. BetOnline's got you covered for all of it. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, as I mentioned, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs full swing again, NBA and NHL. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So, we got a new uh, blueprint on how to do our podcast mon- uh, uh, moments, uh, timing wise. Just blew that out of the water with that conversation. <laughs> Definitely could have split that into two segments. Alex Clancy, Bull Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Again, follow Brendan Clean at Brendan Clean14 at Locked On Suns for all your Suns content. Um, it's a good time to be a Suns beat writer. I'm about to put out a Suns media members appreciation tweet for everything that they've gone through over the last eight or nine years. And they're bearing the fruits of all of their hard work because it's fun time here in Phoenix. This is a great time. This is a great like carryover uh, time filler for us until the Cardinals come back. There's There hasn't been meaningful basketball in the month of June in a long time. Yeah. Like Bo and I, we're going through list season. We're trying to scrape anything we can, uh, you know, recycling conversations. Um, but it's a little bit different, and this is great. And the whole J.J. Watt, Patrick Peterson conversation, well, I mean, I'm sure it'll be peppered through the summer because the biggest acquisition and the the, the biggest removal from the organization, I mean, you're going to have crossover there. So yeah. do you want to say anything else before we move on? Yeah, I just, as far as the the Suns comparison is like this, the Cardinals right now are halfway there. I mean, the reality is that they could be in the same boat, and I hope we're not sitting here after a decade worth of futility. Um, and because the Suns did go through 
trying to figure out how to become relevant again and how to to put out competitive teams post the loss of you know the Dentoni Nash era. They weren't able to really figure out. Sure, Alvin Gentry was there for at the end of it, but it was mostly you know that was the group, that was the core group. And the Arizona Cardinals are trying to figure out their identity and how to win again without Bruce Arians, without Carson Palmer and that group. And so far, yeah, look like there's there's some promise there. You've got the quarterback. You got to figure it out. You know, is, is this the way? So Steve Kime is now pushing the buttons. He's trying to bring in like these veteran voices: J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, James Conner, Malcolm Butler. If this falls short, it's just another one. So now, what's next? A full down rebuild. Like the, the Suns went through through it all. Like every way that they could try to get this team back to competitiveness, they did it, and then they figured it out. It was a good mix of. You know, young and and, uh, and veteran guys, and Chris Paul was the voice that they needed and the player that they needed. We'll see where the Cardinals are at this point because if it doesn't work, you know, we'll see. Steve Kime becomes, I think, if they fall short again, he regains that uh, status right there with Robert Sarver's, you know, the villain in Arizona sports because he seems to be the guy that he's he's not getting him over the hump. Yeah. Um, the one difference, though, and it's becoming more and more glaring, is the timetable in the NFL is so much more expedited than the NBA. Like, Devin Booker's in his seventh year. Yeah, They've had time. Mm-hmm. They've had some time to chill with him. They gave him a second contract. There's buku money that's all guaranteed, which will make guys, at least through their first contract, want to stay with their specific team, obviously, because the team has the rights. Like, we're looking at right now where the Cardinals are. Let's take the Kyler Murray-Devin Booker plight. We're already like we're last year with Devin Booker 2019 2020 with Kyler Murray already. Like it, it's such a different uh timetable, such a different uh, chronological thing where you have so much less time to get to where you want to go with the rookie quarterback before you have to pay him. Right. Like it's just it's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very difficult for the Cardinals to get to the where the Suns are right now if they don't start really hitting it this year. So pro football focus. Um, losers, no, ob- ob- <laughs> obviously, not. <laughs> yeah, my, my adult co-host, Bo Brock, um, <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> um, they ranked, you know, every position offense, defense, and I pulled out some that were pertinent for the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, we talked, we talked plenty about Kyler Murray. I don't really care where he's ranked at this point. Cause we know that he's not going to get the respect that he deserves at this point. There's still a lot of question marks. Lamar Jackson's going to be too high. It's going to piss me off. So let's move on. Number. So let's start with the center position because this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Rodney Hudson is the first-ranked pro football-focused center. So what the Cardinals have done this offseason, it's funny how pro football Focus ranks the Cardinals' offseason so poorly, yet they acquired <laughs> the number one center as, as one of their moves. Right. Fantastic. Right. Um, but that's like – it's a nice little Stevie Kime pat on the back you may not have had to give up a third round pick, but you did, and you got your guy. Right, right. I mean, instead of have, instead of letting letting Rodney Hudson chose where, choose where he wanted to go, Steve Kimes like you know what it's worth a third round pick, and it was. Mm-hmm. So the Cardinals should be set for the next handful of years of Kyler Murray with a center that you can trust. So before we move on to the wide receiver group, which will piss you off, you think Rodney Hudson's too high? I mean, this is just. I mean, Corey Lindsley was was around. I think Corey Lindsley is second, which is a guy that Cardinals would have to pay so much money to to obtain obtain during this offseason. Uh, Rodney Hudson, 
first-ranked pro football focus center. You love it. You have to love it. And it's that, that paradox continues. It's like how how they picked up finish dead last in the division when they they acquire and they solidify a position that was a question mark for them. Mason Cole was overmatched at the at the center spot last year and they upgraded massively. It was unbelievable. And yeah, it, it's great to actually see the Cardinals ranked appropriately, or at least in the in the you know the general vicinity of where he should be. A guy that uh, in the last couple of years has surrendered very few sacks, and he's been a guy, a leader, just a mainstay on the Raiders' offensive line. Now he's he's here in the desert, and you'll take that. I mean, I think it's a better to give up a third round pick instead of breaking the bank for Lindsley. I, I, you take it, and, and they were able to restructure Rodney Hudson and, and get him locked in and. I think that that was probably we'll probably look at in might be the acquisition of the off season. Yeah, um, let's move to wide receiver. So there's two here. It's really quick that uh, so really quick the wide receiver group for the Arizona Cardinals was ranked 17th. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins was ranked second in the NFL according to Pro Football Focus. Behind Devonte Adams, you got to give Devonte Adams his bread here. I mean, the dude gets targeted a lot more in more yeah. opportune spots than Devon than DeAndre Hopkins can dream of regarding last year. My 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 favorite stat to say is with this is Devonte Adams had more red zone receptions than DeAndre Hopkins had targets, and that's something that you that can't happen. He had fourteen hundred receiving yards last year, and he probably should have had eighteen or nineteen hundred if utilized correctly. And that's not crazy. That's what twenty extra yards a game, twenty five extra yards a game. So that's an interesting dynamic where you're looking at how bad pro football focus thinks the rest of the wide receiver room is for the Cardinals when DeAndre Hopkins is ranked second overall. Yeah, it's it. I see just rooms where they're just giving so much credit to one guy and how one guy elevates the rest of the, the wide receiver core. And yet they don't do it for DeAndre Hopkins. Like it, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, okay, we're going to give we're going to give the we're going to give a consolation prize to these guys and we're going to keep them in the top 10 because of this guy but then everybody else they the the cardinals they fall short because all they have is DeAndre Hopkins. I I don't I don't understand it. I think that there is this disrespect for the Arizona Cardinals going into the season. I was shocked to see the Rodney Hudson. That's that's a bad thing when a guy's appropriately ranked and you're shocked by it. But 17th overall and then you look at the receiving uh, and I got to imagine this. This includes tight ends, right? Like they're including Kelsey with the Chiefs, right? They're including George Kittle. You with have the Niners, to, right? yeah. Because only a they, couple, though. Because it mean, doesn't make sense. There's only a couple guys. Yeah. Because they've got uh, what was it? The the San Francisco 49ers have the best receivers in the NFC West, top ten, seventh overall. You've got the Rams at number eight, and you've got the Seahawks at ten. Like George Kittle elevate has to elevate that Niners because. I know Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are intriguing young players, but they're not established. Neither one of them have a thousand yard receiving. Like they're they're the yak bros for a reason. They don't really run a lot of great routes beyond the line of scrimmage. You'd take them over the uh, guys that have already last year went over a thousand yards and double digit touchdowns and Tyler Lockett and in DK Metcalf and then add Gerald Everett. Like no, nobody would take that on any day of the week. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Plus, <sighs> Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are way more established than those guys, and they're behind them. Plus, Tyler Higby, when he's healthy, is a, is a decent tight end. I'd take that group. I just don't understand. It's just like sometimes guys who are trying to be the smartest one in the room, they they just they overthink it. And this is one of those one of those things. But the Cardinals, they don't have a tight end. Oh. They don't have a pass catching tight no, end. They don't. 
So that look, are the, do they have the fourth best group of pass catchers in the league? Unfortunately, or in the division, probably. But it's a stacked division. They do need guys to step up beyond Nook. We'll see. My um, my boys growing up embrace the hate. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, coming up next, there are five more positions that I want to run down quickly before we get out of here. There's some interesting rankings. It's fun. It's list season. This is the best part of the season when the season, uh, you know, except for when the season's happening. Alex Clancy, Bob Brock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll be right back. But first, it's time to talk about our friends at Built Bar. Uh, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, you'll know how much Bo and I love Built Bar. We've got nine flavors. It's the best protein bar on the planet. They're all chocolate covered. They've got 17 or 18 grams of protein, less than four grams of sugar, four or five grams of sugar. Uh, we actually have a friendly Built Bar wager going on right now, brought to you by Built Bar, between us, Locked on Cardinals, and Cody Rourke over at Locked on Broncos because of the matchup in the NBA playoffs between the Suns and Nuggets. Whoever wins the series gets a box of Built Bar, and it's fantastic. And Bo and I and, and Cody were battling over what flavors we would want if our respective teams won. So that's real. Like, we really do enjoy Built Bars. This isn't just something that we have to say. I mean, it's it's you know it's both. I mean, they're a sponsor, and we absolutely love the product. We got to try some free ones. We bought some ones. Like, there's all the flavors are good. It's true. The nine flavors are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint berry, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's something for everybody. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, final segment, the evisceration of Pro Football Focus continues. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you to everybody who listens. We're back up on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, the Odyssey app. And we may have a very special announcement coming tomorrow where you'll be able to find us a little bit easier, even still. Um, so stay tuned for that because that could be very good news for the whole Locked On Cardinals family. Um, so there are five more uh, pro football focus preseason rankings for the Arizona Cardinals regarding position that's interesting. So when I looked at when I looked up running back, I'm like, the chances of the Cardinals having one are slim and none in the top 32. And because, you know, you have backup guys. It's a lot of Nick Chubb, uh, Kareem Hunt, a lot. You know, there, there's a lot of uh, Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. So just because the Cardinals have a starting running back doesn't mean that they would be in the top 32. Uh, Chase Edmonds comes in at 30th overall. And there are, like, media members in Phoenix are split. So we have Ryan Cody and Cam Cox, both from uh, 12 News, our uh, Tegna affiliate here in Phoenix that are both Chase Edmonds fans, I believe, right, Bo? That's both of them? Yeah. They're both high on Chase Edmonds. Yeah. And I'm not so sure. Uh, I think that they should have done a lot more. Todd Gurley's still out there. We'll see what happens. I think that they need some more help in the running back room still. Uh, James Conner coming in, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be the nice yin to Chase Edmonds' yang. And I hope I'm wrong. I mean, we just haven't seen it, so it's difficult to say that it's going to happen when you haven't seen it. Obviously, that's why um, 
we call them projections. Bo, uh, any thoughts on 30th overall? Is that right, uh, right about where he should be? I think it's fair for a guy that's unproven, and if he is going to get the RB1 you know, uh, workload, it, yeah, he's got to prove himself. He's a guy that uh, he came in and he, he looked like he was going to take the position from David Johnson, and then he, he faced his, the hamstring injury and he couldn't stay healthy. He, he showed that the workload might be too much for him and, and his, his size and his, uh, just the way he's set up. I I think he can move up. I mean, obviously there's room for improvement, but then there's also the ability of James Conner maybe taking the position or, or taking it a full grasp of the RB1 status. We'll see. I mean, this is this is up to Chase Edmonds. This is the opportunity. Uh, you know, Cliff reportedly loves him. Uh, you know, obviously the two guys you mentioned that uh, we love to chat with here, uh, part of 12 News and, and Ryan and, and Cam, they like him as, in his upside. I mean, 4.8 yards per carry. The ability to get out and catch the ball, and, and when you put Chase Edmonds in space, as far as when you look at this offense and when it's churning and when it's working well, that's that's the ideal running back. But can he can he take on 20 touches a game? Now is it 15 rushes and five catches, 16 and four? We'll see. But uh, you know, he has the ability to exceed you know 30th running back in the league status very early on. Absolutely. But it's fair. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's fair, right? It's a fair. Yeah, right it's now. fair. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, let's move on here. We're get we're running late. Um, offensive tackle, DJ Humphreys comes in at twenty sixth, which I think is a little low. I'm not exactly sure. Um, I know he's not a household name as a left tackle. I know that for sure. There's you know a handful of left tackles, handful of tight ends that are household names. David Bakhtiari, etc. Okay, but. Trent Williams still is ranked super high on this list, and he's 75 years old. <laughs> DJ Humphreys is going to have a much easier time at his position than left tackles that are protecting more up, you know, uh, less less elusive quarterbacks. So DJ Humphreys, ever since Kyler Murray came into the league, has stepped up his game immensely because he hasn't had to protect for as long because it's not Carson Palmer, right, and it's not Blaine Gabbert. And it's not, you know, whoever else was standing in in the pocket for three or four seconds when DJ Humphreys was going up against the best pass rushers in the NFL. So 26, I think, is a little low. I think he deserves a little bit more credit than this. But if the Cardinals didn't, if the Cardinals would have made the playoffs last year and didn't completely jettison their chances the second half of the season, I think he would have been a little higher. He allowed three sacks last year. He allowed uh, two sacks the previous season, penalized, what, seven times his his pro football focus rating as much as we crush them it's, it's an 88 you know i i think 26 is kind of a slap in the face for a guy like dj yeah. humphreys who's really held down that position and 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 uh added some consistency to that offensive line that is i i don't understand it but you're right there is some uh there are some bigger names guys that have played in the postseason and, and they're just gonna get uh but 20 26 i come on that's that's yeah. not possible. And then there's some guys coming off some key injuries. I think the DJ Humphreys deserves a lot more respect than that. He's got to approach top ten, like maybe be on the outside looking in as a top ten tackle. Top he can't he's not even in the top twenty. Top twenty five is that's a slap to the face. Shifting to edge rusher here, this is the interesting one. And yeah. um, well, so let me run down a couple of these quickly, and then we'll talk about the edge rusher for the last two minutes of the podcast. Uh, outside corner, Malcolm Butler comes in at 28. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he made this list. I'm happy he made this list. Um, and then safety, Buda Baker, 16. We talked about that earlier. I just wanted to remind people kind of what's going on here. These aren't homer takes. If they were, like, if Buda Baker, or if 
Malcolm Butler was ranked like 18th. Be like, mm-hmm. man, that's a little high. Yeah. These are Mal- Malcolm Butler. That's about right. And that's about right. Um, JJ Watt and Chandler Jones, the two most interesting storylines for the Cardinals on defense, take away the rookies coming in the 2021 season. JJ Watt comes in at 12 yeah. and Chandler Jones comes in at 16. So JJ Watt, maybe a little like if you flip these, I'd agree. Right. But I feel like JJ Watt, you see what it's like to not be an Arizona Cardinal and get the name recognition mm-hmm. that JJ Watt has gotten. That's kind of the paradigm shift here that JJ Watt's going to experience. Yeah. So J- 12 is high, right? 12 is a little high. Yeah, it is. What do you have? Five and a half <laughs> sacks last year? But he does. Do I mean, th- it's not. Yeah. He, he does do things that don't show up in the box score. He's disruptive. He's getting his hands up. He's batting balls down. But look, I mean, Chandler Jones, like we, we, we th- last throw down Thursday, I was throwing out the absurd numbers, how it's, it's skewed. I mean, look at this. If it's a scale, Chandler Jones is just crushing J.J. Watt. 61 sacks and since 2016, only second to Aaron Donald during that span. It's unreal. And then they say he's 16th because he only played five games because he had a biceps tear. I I don't understand. I don't get that. Especially it, like Chandler Jones is is forcing fumbles. Like he's he's always in the top tier of the league as far as forcing fumbles and and putting the ball on the turf. That's what you want. I mean, look, it's it's good because the Arizona Cardinals have both of those guys. And to kind of advance the story, Chandler Jones pictured with J.J. Watt. You know, it seems like you know J.J. Watt was kind of responding to all the critics or people who believe that there's a little smoke around Chandler Jones and whether or not he's gonna play for this team and be locked in he looked like he was a pretty happy worker for the cardinals on picture day get all the sports news get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast he's the green bay packers host it's going to be interesting what he has to say about the milwaukee bucks alex clancy Bob rock locked on cardinals we'll talk to you tomorrow